Welcome to Experience Junkies. On this show, I bring together meeting and event professionals, global travelers, jet setters, and more to relive the moments we never want to forget. More importantly, we'll attempt as best we can to transport listeners to transformational points in our lives, sharing our observations and emotions behind these stories. By diving into the indelible impact these experiences have had on us, we decode small takeaways about how to be better humans than we were yesterday. Welcome back to the show. Today's episode, I have with me the lovely Anne Neville of Healthcare Distributors Alliance, but she's here to talk about a fun side project she's been running for the past few years, her adult sleepover for female entrepreneurs and coaches. So we dive all into that event and that experience and what she's learned hosting it the past few years. We talk a little bit about the feeling of being a kid and event safety and experiencing that and creating a safe space for people to share with each other. So sit back, enjoy, and listen to my conversation with the lovely Ann Neville. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am so excited to have with me the lovely Ann Neville from Healthcare Distribution Alliance. Um, we met uh, sometime last year doing some accountability calls with a mutual friend, Kim, and just kind of hit it off from there. And she told me about a really fun project that she's working on. And I definitely wanted to have her on the podcast to kind of talk about that. So Anne, introduce yourself to the listeners, tell them who you are and what you do. Sure, sounds great. Um, so I'm Anne. And as Deanna shared, I was glad to hear you say that actually how we uh, how we met we met last year during this mm -hmm. time where we're working from home and trying to have uh, remote accountability and met some new uh, remote um, co workers that were working <laughs> kind of in similar projects or similar or different projects. So um, I in my day job, I am responsible for educational activities for um, a trade association and um, as we were talking about events and things that we do, I did um, get the opportunity to share with you. And what I hope to share a little bit more about is um, a side passion that I um, dug into a little bit a couple of years ago in creating a retreat for um, uh, primarily women entrepreneurs or women with an entrepreneurial spirit. So that's, um, one of the things that I do, and it's a one time, it's a one event a year. I've done it. I'm doing it now for the third time this year. So uh, yeah, that's a little bit about what I do and who I am. Wonderful. Now in your day job, do you really kind of touch into events at all? Or is it kind of a parallel? How does that work in terms of operating within your staff yeah. there? Absolutely. So that's a great question because that's one of the things um, as I've gotten older and I've always, I'm always looking at, you know, what I really want to be when I grow up, even though I'm now 50 years old, I'm still constantly thinking what do I want to be when I grow up. Um, but I have been in the association space now for 15 years and in um, the education part of it, I'm responsible for putting together the content. However, um, that does also cross over into the event planning. It's plays a very close role with our um, conference and event planners. And depending on the meeting, sometimes I do play a bigger role in the actual event planning. Um, so uh, so there's a little bit of there's a little bit of that. And that's what was interesting, actually, as I was trying to, you know, as I paid, I paid attention to 
what I enjoy doing and what I'm good at doing and what I want to, you know, continue to do in the future. And I've always kind of said that, um, you know, I don't really want to throw the, what's the phrase, throw the baby out with the bathwater. And I have an event and planning experience and I do enjoy that part of what I do and kind of connecting the dots and putting things together. So I think that's the natural fit with um, kind of bringing some women together who I think should know each other and could help one another and providing them with an event and an experience where they can share. So yeah, so it's a little bit of a long answer to your question. But, yeah, <laughs> it brings it back around. No, I understand. There's so many people that work in the events industry that are parallel to what I would say the like logistics hub, you know, the people who are, you know, ordering the food, who are determining the um, layout of the event and, and working with all the vendors. But it all plays its part, right? Um, that content piece may drive uh, attendees. That content piece may um, spark the connections, the networking between the attendees as well. So everyone plays the role, even if it's not a traditional event role, mm -hmm. you know. And yeah. Talk a little bit about, you know, how when you're creating the content for these conferences, you know, the the journey that you're trying to, to create for your attendees, for your um, clients or your members, if you will, when you're you're work working on that content piece, is it really more kind of research based? Is it um, kind of, you know, coming future trends in healthcare? How does that really work with you in terms of creating the content? Sure, sure. So it so it varies, and and I will share too that I've worked in different industries. So in my my time of working with associations, it's kind of the cool thing, and and what I appreciate about it is I've worked for in healthcare. I've worked in trade, this is kind of a healthcare slash trade organization. Um, and uh, just a lot of really interesting people doing a lot of interesting things. But ultimately, what I'm always trying to do when I'm putting together content is making sure that people walk away with what they need to do, do their jobs better. So, um, so it varies. So right now, it's a combination of we have a lot of different types of members and do in different roles. And actually, I think in most associations, most industries are going to have all the different roles. So I, I would say my and, and why I think the connection piece is so big for me is just finding out from people what they need to do their job better and then building the content um, around that uh, to make sure that they leave with with what they what they came there for, which is um, again, I'm gonna bring it back around to to my also my retreat, same concept. So right. it's the exact same thing. I'm gonna ask them up front when you leave here, what do you want to walk away with? So the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so along those lines, you've got this idea for this retreat. Can you talk a little bit about like how you determined that there was basically a need in the marketplace for this? Like do you uh. have a lot of uh, friends that are women entrepreneurs or solopreneurs or kind of what was the impetus for making this decision? Oh, sure. Great. No, this is heartfelt. Um, my, my mother, um, actually who I was extremely close to, um, passed away in 2017 and okay. I spent a lot of time with her when she was, and then, and this is going to seem like maybe there's not a connection, but it's, I'll come around. <laughs> we'll we'll um, get there, she, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. She, uh, when she, when she became ill, I spent a lot of time with her. Um, I lived in the Washington DC area and she lived, uh, lived in Florida, um, where I grew up and I spent a lot of time with her while she was ill. And up until the time that she passed, I was able to be at her bedside when she passed. And, um, that time really, um, it, 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 it made a big impact on me. And, and as I was going through that time and I still am trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up, I, 
I did a lot of reflecting. And one of the things that I took away from that time was um, how valuable that time spent with her was and how I thought it was very important to be very intentional in what I do and how I spend my time. So, um, so that's a part, that's a part of it and, and how I kind of started to like, just kind of personally exploring and meeting people and being very intentional. And Deanna, you're on that list of people that I have been in very intentional about meeting. So I would say right. after, over the last couple of years that I have, I have made an effort and a lot of it through LinkedIn, actually, um, I've gotten to know some awesome, <laughs> incredible people. Um, by connecting, but being very intentional about why I was connecting with them. And so it may mm -hmm. not have necessarily been that I went into it saying, I want to meet entrepreneurs or solopreneurs or any type of people. It was just kind of coincidental that the people that I was connecting with had a lot of things in common. And one of those women I started to kind of build a relationship with, and I started to share with her just some thoughts that I had about um, as an adult woman wanting to have a sleepover and so so that's kind of how i came about so i know so it's like i start very professional sounding and now we're going to bring it back to where it right. really came from and it really <laughs> came from me saying to her you know i i just have had this burning desire as an adult to get some adult women together and have a sleepover and have the feelings those feelings that you get from a sleepover was what was really important to me but at the same right. time because i do kind of come from this educational, professional development, event planning background. And she, the woman I was talking to is also kind of a coach and a speaker and that sort of thing. And she said, you know what, let's do it. She said, I want to do that too. Let's do it and let's add some professional development to it. So it did kind of start out without like, I didn't have a necessarily a target audience, except that I knew it wanted to be women because I wanted it to have that sleepover feel. Um, so I knew that part of it. And it's just kind of slowly, it's just the people that I tend to connect with and they are just of that same mindset and they tend to be, that's why I said either entrepreneurs or, or of that mindset and want to right. be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. So kind of I, about. Yeah. I find it interesting that you mentioned that you were intentional about connecting with certain people because, you know, there were either values that they had or things that they were sharing in their content that you wanted to connect with them. And it was kind of happenstance that they were mostly entrepreneurs. But to me, it's almost like maybe some small part of you inside that you didn't recognize was kind of drawn to that entrepreneurial aspect, right? You know, on the yeah. surface, it may be all oh, this person's Instagram content or their LinkedIn content really speaks to me, or it may be um, that they're a mutual connection and uh, you think that this is a good business connection to have. But ultimately, there might have been that little nugget down inside of you that was kind of, hey, there's this entrepreneurial endeavor, um, because yeah. the sleepover in and of itself is an entrepreneurial endeavor. Yes. Yes. And that was um, really surprising to me because I think I went into it initially just kind of with this desire to do something. And and immediately I was, yeah, I'm surrounded by these women that are very, um, you know, very powerful, very good at what they do, too. And so naturally, I'm I'm just kind of lifted up in this kind of entrepreneurial circle to be like, hey, here's your little baby now. And <laughs> so, right. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. It's so true that 
you're, you know, you're kind of a, an average of the people that you surround yourself with. Right. And so you'll either kind of like rise to the top or you kind of sink if those people are pulling you down as well. Um, so I think that's just the really interesting thing that you created this platform for these people to get together and share and get some professional development, but out of it, that was kind of supplied back to you. Yes, absolutely. It is kind of secret. And at the same time, um, you know, and I think that, that it has kind of to do with the same concept where you said I've just naturally been attracted to these people. And what I took away from it, whether it is a huge, you know, business success or not, it's something that makes my heart happy. And it's something mm-hmm. that makes me feel good. And I know that these women that I'm around, they are doing things that make them happy or make their heart happy. And it's not just about you know, making all the money. <laughs> right. Actually, absolutely. That makes perfect sense. Um, talk a little bit about um, the sleepover aspect of it. I mean, I think most women, um, not all, but most of us have experienced one at one time. And why a sleepover? Why was that the thing that you were drawn to? I mean, when you told me about it, I kind of got giddy inside because I just thought back to when I was 12 to 14 and I was always spending the night at my friend's house. Um, and the idea of doing that as an adult, like we don't do that as an adult. So kind of what, what made you think like, this is the avenue I want to connect women with? Yeah, that's a great question because, you know, initially when I started talking, I mean, it immediately came to me sleepover. That's what it is. And when I started talking to people, I had some girlfriends that were like, "Uh, you know, I sounds interesting, but do you really want to call it that? And I'm like, at first, I, I'll admit, and I, I've heard other people share this experience as they've kind of ventured out to do their own thing, is that at first I was like, oh my gosh, maybe I should think about it. And then I realized, I'm like, as I told people, and like you said, I would watch the reaction of certain people and I'm like, aha, it's because mm-hmm. it's not for you. <laughs> the people right. who questioned me and asked me what it, why I would call it that, I'm like, all right, not my people. The people right. who would immediately have a reaction to it. That was what I was looking for, I think, because to me, immediately, my girlfriend who kind of went down this venture with me, same thing, immediately, you know, um, resonated with her and immediately just have that feeling, like you said, of being a, a young girl, you're there, you're doing each other's hair, you're, I mean, you know, maybe we're not going to be doing each other's hair at this point. Maybe we are, right. who knows? <laughs> I mean, I, I can tell you from one of the experiences, at least we were definitely doing childish, <laughs> childish things. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what it is. It's just kind of being silly and being comfortable. And, uh, you know, so we just having a space where you can, you know, learn from each other, but also be giddy and silly and have fun and not be too serious. So I think that's, I think I just had that that need. We get to this point in our lives and we don't get that opportunity to not be so serious all the time. Yeah. I yeah. think when um, when you told me about it, the, the the emotion that I was feeling or or reminiscent upon when I had sleepovers as a child was that vulnerability, right? You know, sleepovers, you're traditionally, you change into your pajamas and, you know, maybe you, you know, take your makeup off and you're kind of, you know, at a, at a real vulnerable point, um, you're <laughs> spending the night, you're sleeping um, in the same space as other mm-hmm. people. And, you know, I remember when we were kids, the first person to go to sleep was always the one that got some type of prank <laughs> pulled on them, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so talk to me about how you create this event that has that vulnerability factor that, you know, that sisterhood, if you will, but you're still providing some professional development and some education. I'm glad you asked that because... Um, as I was thinking about this and I was thinking about someone who um, 
you know, one of the people who was, who was a part of my adventure this last time, actually, she's, she's attending the next, this next one too. Um, it, a couple of things, one, you know, someone, and so I'm, I'm going to go a couple of different places. One, um, while we were there at the, this last retreat, someone made a comment that like, wow, we all got along so well, there was nobody grandstanding, there's nobody doing this or that, and everybody's just being silly and fun. And, you know, and when we did have to sit down, we sat down and did some professional development, but um, they were like, wow, and how did you, how did you do that? How did you bring us together and just create this experience? And I said, you know, I, I at first I thought, I don't, I don't know. I just, it's just what comes naturally to me, but right, I right. did think about, and you said this word earlier, coincidentally values. And I mm -hmm. think that that's what I do. And I think I just instinctively surround myself and sometimes intentionally surround myself with people who share the same values. So, mm -hmm. you know, I think that that was something we acknowledged as, as a group. And I think when I brought these people together and kind of like you said, to create kind of this sisterhood is it's a bunch of people who, yeah, like you said, they're, you know, uh, they, they feel safe, they feel like they share the same values. And so I just kind of touched on some, that was the other piece I was gonna touch on. Um, and I did it a little bit early, but the um, one of the women also kind of pulled me aside at one time and she said, you know, I wasn't really sure about coming, kind of related to what you were saying before too, that, you know, she's not, doesn't really, uh, usually she's not usually comfortable sleeping away from her house and <laughs> once mm -hmm. that she lived close enough that she thought maybe I can just go home if I'm not having a good time because that's what we right. used to do as kids too right there's and always that one said, kid that calls mom in the middle of the night right I'm ready exactly. to go home. and she was like I'm still that kid and I wasn't sure but she was like you know what I feel safe and that was the biggest takeaway from me and for me and something that I have taken with me and that I will continue to take forward with me and anything that I do is creating a space for people to be themselves and to feel safe. So kind of like we were saying before, yeah, that's another piece of it is just giving them the opportunity to just freely be themselves, but most importantly, to feel safe. So that's that, so beautiful yeah. because you can take that in a bunch of directions, right? To yeah. feel safe from a personal security standpoint, to feel safe from an emotional standpoint where they can be open, um, to feel safe, to make mistakes and be silly. And just, you know, that's, I think that's such a great lesson for anyone who's either coordinating events or, you know, traveling is creating those situations where the people that you're exchanging with feel safe to be who they are. Um, and especially in today's culture where things are so polarized, right? Everyone has opinions and it's very black and white, like we've lost nuance and gray area, like giving people space to say they disagree or giving people space to say something that may not be, um, that may be controversial. Um, yeah. I think when we kind of create that environment, the connection to each person is a little deeper because, you know, I can see the true you and not the, you know, that that mirage that you have to create that's politically safe that's you know politically correct yep yep yeah absolutely I, I i would say you know lately i've been hearing a lot about psychological safety and i'm sure you have too mm -hmm. and that's i mean it's huge and that was something i mean i didn't really think a whole lot i didn't put it into words initially but that's exactly what it is and i think that's exactly what we're creating when we create any kind of event is for people to feel that psychological safety and feel safe 
Now, kind of parallel to that, when we're talking about safety, today's uh, date is August the 17th. And currently in the news, it's a lot of uh, COVID Delta variant and rising cases. And um, and the event that you're hosting is really um, intimate, right? It's a small group. Right. You're spending the night together. You know, um, I like how you alluded to earlier um, when you would present the idea to people and those who said, no, you realize, hey, these aren't my people. Do you kind of have that similar vibe now in terms of hosting this event in the light of COVID and and safety that, okay, if they're if they're presenting and discomfort when you mention it to them, hey, that's not the person for this event. How are you kind of managing that moving forward? So I'm going to answer this in a, in a longer answer to to like kind of incorporate where this started and where we are now, because I started mm-hmm. the first one was 2019. So the first one was at the end of the summer in 2019. Um, we went to the beach in Virginia Beach. It was lovely. The house was quirky. We had a lot of fun. People connected. People learned from each other. Um, I learned from the experience. I took away what I wanted to continue with and what I didn't want to continue with. One of the things that I took away from it was the, the initial time I said, um, I just invited a group of people that I thought should all come to this event. And that I knew actually, quite honestly, that it would just say, I don't know what you're doing, Anne, but I'm there. I'm, yes, right, I'm right, right. <laughs> so it was totally that one woman I had just met. I, I actually just um, had, I actually, I didn't meet her. I heard about her at an event and I called her up to kind of find out about her deal with regard to speaking because I hire speakers. And, and in my conversation with her, I found I liked her so much that I was like, Hey, do you want to come to my sleepover? (laughs) (laughs) And she laughed. It's it's like, it's like you could have, you could have taken that same clip from what, you know, 40 years ago, talking to a friend like, Hey, I like you. Do you want to come spend the night? Right? (laughs) Exactly. And she cracked up laughing and she was like, you know what? That sounds just weird enough that yes, I do want to come to sleepover. <laughs> and she was there and she's been there since. She's actually come mm-hmm. every year since and she's oh, become nice. a dear friend. But the, um, so the, you know, one of the takeaways from that was the group said, uh, we would kind of like to have maybe gotten to know each other beforehand. <laughs> um, maybe we could have a call, you know, maybe we could have a couple of calls ahead of time and we could get to know each other a l- little bit before we got here. Um, so then, um, in comes 2020 and I start planning in January, February, um, I get my group all put together by about the end of February and March happens and everybody's in this weird new place. And guess what? We want to get on a zoom call and we want to get to know each other. And I had initially planned to have a couple of zoom calls leading up to it because that's what I learned from the first experience. They want to get to know each other. makes perfectly good sense. Now we're in pandemic uh, COVID time and everybody's at home and everybody's feeling disconnected. And we ended up having lots of zoom calls. So it's, it's interesting because I think, you know, ultimately my intent is to culminate in this, this retreat, but what we found, especially in 2020 was that people needed connection and they needed it a lot. And so we really got close in that group by having zoom calls very regularly. Um, and I'm trying to remember, I think we, we, and we had, and we ended up doing a lot on, on the calls too. So the calls became, you know, kind of like, um, 
it, it, you know, it's interesting because I keep talking about it, like, you know, it has a little bit of pro, pro, the professional development. It has kind of a mastermind kind of feel to it, but I still kept trying to keep the softness of the sleepover and so forth. So we created what were called um, love seats. And so each time someone would be in the love seat and if they had something they needed some help with, we would, um, we would help them with that in the love seat. And it was, it was beautiful. It was awesome. The experience was great. The women became really close um, to your uh, question kind of earlier about, you know, COVID. So now we're in COVID and we have things going on and people are in all, all parts of the country because everybody is all over the country. One person in Canada, as a matter of fact. So um, the event is planned for, um, was planned for the beginning of October. Um, woman in Canada can't come love her we love her <laughs> she can't come um so that's why like your your comment before she is absolutely our people she can't be there another person right. living you know in a place where it you know where she lived if you go to tennessee and you come back you cannot <laughs> you have to go through all of these steps and things we're kind of as you know we're getting back to that stage unfortunately mm -hmm. now but you know so there were there were some things um and so there ended up being eight of us that could come and then those who couldn't come, we did have them Zoom in um, at times. And so we were able to still continue some of those connections. But I, I'm sharing all this to say that, you know, during COVID, it's also created, you know, some, in some ways, it's taught me some things that I needed to include that were really important, but it also just brought about a different dynamic. And my intention initially was to create something with different women every year. And this time, because it was just so weird last year and these women got so close um, and not everybody was able to come that we're now doing it for the second year um, here in 2021. The plan is still to do it in, um, in Tennessee, which is where we were last year. And the same group of women um, will be coming together and, um, and also, as you were saying too, so that's why I was saying I'm answering this and saying some other things that you didn't specifically ask, but also kind of answering your question to say that absolutely any little inkling that I get that somebody is uncomfortable or somebody needs some reassurance or we need to adapt in order to make it a safe space for them. Yes, 100%. I mean, I would say to even take that to a further extent, Last year, like I was sharing, everybody was like, oh, my gosh, we got to be connected. We got to be on Zoom constantly. This year, um, as so many of us know, like 2020 was tough. 2021 has been, I mean, in some respects, <laughs> tougher. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's just like we didn't know what was coming last year. So we just dealt with it. And this year right. we knew, but we kind of didn't know. And then there's all these other things that are happening and you know, I have, you know, then family members being lost and family members being sick. And I, I mean, the women right. in this group have gone through so many things that we've been really sensitive to that. And it's not, it's not the same this year. It is different. We've had right. to adapt. We don't have as, as many calls as we had last year because people just got a lot of poop going. <laughs> it's like, yeah. to, use a, to use a cleaner word, I guess, um, they, they've got a lot going on. So, um, yeah. We've just been really, you know, cognizant of that and everybody's got, I mean, to include, you know, someone had a really bad accident this year. And so we've been really sensitive to that and 
just, yeah, it's, it's just life, but I, it, it's what makes me happy and it makes me happy to bring people together. And so even outside of this retreat, that's something that I've learned from my, from what I do, um, that mm-hmm. I really just enjoy connecting people. So, yeah. yeah. So it's almost lot. like this year is going to be a family reunion of sorts as opposed to previously. Yeah, it is. It is. And so it is, it is funny because we do, yeah, we fit in some, you know, it, it's a combination. There's a little bit of, like I said before, a little bit of professional development. There's some just bonding in general. There's some silliness. There's some, you know, we, we uh, built a, a fire last year. I'm sure we'll do that again, sitting outside by the fire and talking about, you know, stuff that I can't repeat because it stays at the, <laughs> it stays at the right. campfire. Right. It's kind of like Vegas, like what happens at the sleepover stays at the sleepover, right? Absolutely. Wonderful. Wonderful. Oh, one of these things. Oh, I was going to tell you really quickly. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) One of the things when you're talking about like the feelings of like a sleepover, one of the women may be a bit of a prankster. And so there's like, (laughs) I love that. So that's fun. Yeah. Okay, now you can go. So it it seems like you've kind of created a little bit of a community, if you will, now out of this event that you've, you you know, you kind of brought all these strangers together. It's almost like you did a real world experiment and now it's like the ongoing like real world reunion each year. Um, Is there any goal to kind of like expand the community um, or even have other um, sleepovers with with other micro uh, groups? Or is it just, you know what, these are the peeps and we're just going to do this event annually and this is this is uh, how we're going to leave it? Yeah, no, I, I envision it growing and changing and evolving. And I will tell you that, you know, one thing that makes my heart so happy is just to see, like, to watch these people then help each other, like to see it publicly. I'm sure you've seen the same thing. Like you introduce some people and then you see them on social social media supporting one another or doing something. Right. It feels so good. It feels it feels really great to see that happening and to see them helping each other. Um, but at the same time, just like I shared how last year was so different from this year, is people mm-hmm. need things at different times. And you know, we've all we've all experienced that. And you know, something I've learned, um, I learned from a good friend, Ginger Johnson, actually. Um, and she shared something in a book that she wrote about connection is about disconnecting. And sometimes, mm-hmm. um, sometimes we don't talk about disconnecting very often, but sometimes we need people at a certain time and sometimes we don't, sometimes they don't serve you any longer. So I'm very, as much as sometimes we like to believe that like you're hurting feelings or your feelings are being hurt because people don't, you know, aren't staying connected. Um, I do, I'm very logical in that way and that I know that it's not um, always gonna be the, the right time and the right fit. So I do, mm-hmm. you know, I do realize like even this year is very, like I said, it's very different from last year and different people have different things going on. So for some people, they're going to still want and need that sort of thing. So I do, I envision it being more different people and there might be one or two people that hang around because this is their, this is their jam and this is their people and this is how they like to do it. But then there's going to be other people that just need to do it differently. Um, and yeah, I would say too, we did, um, invite you know or try to bring different people into the a big which is hard we've got a big group of women now who all bonded last year and we tried to kind of bring in some different people and it doesn't work because they've already (laughs) here so so i would say that's part of it is to is to let it grow and evolve as it naturally should yeah yeah not not everyone meshes right some people are oil and water and 
Uh, it doesn't mix no matter how much you shake yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, or that's just, it's good for right now. Like I, I've, right. I've met people like that too. I have people and you do, um, it's a natural feeling. You're like, oh my gosh, I feel bad to like not want to spend time with them anymore. But like that was five years ago and that was the time when I needed them. <laughs> I needed them in my life and it worked and now it doesn't. So there's I feel like that's such a lesson of adulthood um, and life with relationships because, you know, as, as a kid or even like a young adult, you're like, this is my friend and they're always going to be my friend or, you know, even family members. This person will always be around. And life has definitely taught me that some people are there for a reason, a season and a lifetime. And mm-hmm. um, sometimes we try to force those connections to stay that they've run their course and it's OK. Like that's yep. nothing negative. It's nothing uh, bad about that. It's just that's what I needed at the time. That's what that person needed at the time. And, you know, we're going to go our separate ways because we need other things now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, it's it's interesting that an, an experience as kind of childlike as a sleepover can kind of still yield those kind of mature um, conversations and um, yep. mature situations. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's still hard. It's still hard. I don't think it's easy for anybody to say, like, right. oh, we're not going to be friends anymore. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Absolutely. But it is a very adult Absolutely. thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, um, well, Anne, we're winding down. This has been a great conversation. I really enjoyed kind of digging into this event that you host annually. Um, but I put everyone on the hot seat with this question. Um, so be prepared. Okay. If you had a song, if you had to pick a song, to kind of convey the experience either of planning and hosting this uh, sleepover or attending it, what would that be and why? This is going to sound kind of weird. Well, it'll only sound weird if people are familiar with the song because I don't know that everybody is, but I'm a big Indigo Girls fan. And, um, And the song just really hit me when I was listening to it one time after the sleep, after the last sleepover and it's called Kid Fears. So, it, it doesn't sound as weird to hear by title, but the sound, the song is kind of um, talking about it from different perspectives. It's actually interesting because mm-hmm. I think that some people hear it from a like uh, kind of really tough. And, and I do intend for this to be, like I said before, a safe space. So it could mm-hmm. mean, you know, something really hard that they had to deal with as a kid that, you know, was abuse or things, you know, just not a good home situation. But it could also mean like they just had a fear of something being under their bed or you know, something in the closet, you know, or just, um, you know, going down an escalator, um, <laughs> whatever it might have been as a kid. And I think that just because, you know, I shared before about the safety aspect of it and just to have someone tell me that they felt safe. And to know that everybody there felt like they could be themselves and could maybe shed some of those kids' fears. Um, mm-hmm. That's the first song that kind of comes to mind for me is Kid Fears. Um, oh, so and that's I can a good recommendation. You, I have to look it up it. on Spotify. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's kind of an interesting song. That's why I was going to say it kind of could sound dark to some people if you were to listen to it. <laughs> but I think that the intention is to encompass all kids' fears. And so mm-hmm. it's just to kind of get beyond those kid fears and um, and to do what you want to do and to be feel safe in, in jumping jumping out there and doing what you want to do past those kid fears. So yeah, yeah. that's uh, wonderful. That's what I would say. Yeah. Thanks for the song recommendation. I love that. I think that's the best thing about this is I get such off the wall kind of things I hadn't heard of oh, like- or even people I weren't familiar with. So then it's like. 
oh, I can go and research that new song and add it to my collection. So yeah, yeah, I'll have to see what you think. I mean, I like Indigo Girls. And I think that they're kind of, you know, I started listening to them in college. And I think it's kind mm -hmm. of, I, I want to say, uh, almost not cult like, but you know, it's like, there's, there's the, and it's women, it's like, all my girlfriends right. that I was friends with, you know, in, in college, and then some of my girlfriends that are my age now that that are fans of their music. And it's just kind of, it's nostalgic. And so that's, yeah, that's it. Nostalgia. I think that's the best yeah. way to kind of wrap up this experience in terms of having an adult sleepover, but feeling like a kid at the end of the day. So yep. thank you for yeah. sharing about yeah. that today. I appreciate yeah. having you on. Yeah, thanks for asking me to come on. It was fun. <laughs> and Anne, tell the listeners where they can find you or they can find out about the sleepover. Sure. So um, I use LinkedIn very regularly. So I would say Ann Neville on LinkedIn is a great place to find me. I'm also on Instagram um, under my name. It's probably the easiest way to remember. Um, and uh, also the sleepover is www.the-sleepover.com. And um, that's where you can find some information. If you can't remember that, it's also on my LinkedIn. You can find the wonderful wonderful yeah. well uh clearly you were ahead of the curve because you got that domain before someone else could snatch it up right yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah well thanks yeah. for being on today and i'm so glad to have you and um hope to talk soon sounds good thank you so much i had fun this has been another episode of the experience junkies podcast thank you so much for listening and or watching Please feel free to leave us a review. Let us know what you're thinking in the comments of this show. Uh, make sure to also subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or on our YouTube channel. Thank you again and have a great rest of your day.